always shoot the heave. Pelicans get a walk-off win, 113-110 over the Oklahoma City Thunder. 61-foot shot from Devontae Graham. Brandon Ingram clutched down the stretch. Let's talk about it in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team in New Orleans Pelicans and NBA. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at NOLA Jake on Twitter. Oh my God, 61-foot shot from Devontae Graham after heartbreak thinking that game was going to go to overtime. That is why, kids, you always shoot the heave. Walk-off win for New Orleans, 113-110. That was fun. We're going to talk about it. This final couple of plays there, clutch play from Brandon Ingram. It's a feel-good episode. Today's episode here of Locked On Pelicans, and this episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need and can even help you negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We're free and available on all platforms there every single morning for you all, five days a week, no paywall or anything like that. Just straight fun today, Pelicans talk, or real Pelicans talk when we need to, depending on what's going on with the team. And tomorrow, Friday, we're not going to do it in today's show because I want to focus on that game last night. Tomorrow, let's get some Ben Simmons talk in here, trade deadline talk, even though we're months away from that, but Pelicans linked to Ben Simmons. So yeah, we're going to talk about it. I'm leaning more in favor of it. I'm going to be curious what you all think, and I'll lay out my rationale behind it, the pros and cons of Ben Simmons in tomorrow's episode of Locked On Pelicans. But today, we're talking about the game last night, the 113-110 win over the Oklahoma City Thunder. Look, it wasn't pretty. It was a slog. The Pelicans were down. It was tougher than it needed to be over a team that's like outright trying to tank while the Pelicans aren't. But a win's a win, and if you can do it in that kind of fashion that is going to take you on a roller coaster of emotion... That was pretty damn awesome, and I think we can all say that. Devontae Graham saving the game for the Pelicans. Second game winner this year. They have nine wins. He has two game-winning shots. That is a ridiculous number. 61 feet. It was from the other three-point line that he launched that thing. Skied it, banks it in. And he also had the greatest quote after the game. Speaking to Rod Walker of NOLA.com, the advocate, Rod asks him, did you call bank on that one? And Devontae Graham says, quote, yeah, I called bank on that one, man. You know today is the 15th. We got paid today, end quote. I love that so much. What just an unbelievable quote after an unbelievable shot that came just seconds after Shea Gilgis Alexander, after Garrett Temple couldn't foul the dude when he should have tried to foul him, um, made a 30-footer, but it was actually longer than, it's, it counts in the book as 30 feet, but that was probably closer to like, 35, 37 feet or so, um, makes the shot that ties the game up on kind of a broken play from New Orleans. And that was just fun. Great shot from him. You know, credit to a guy like uh, Garrett Temple, who had his shot falling in this one. Sorry, not Garrett Temple, Devontae Graham. Five of 10 in this game from deep. His shot hadn't been falling. 
He needed to have a big game and make things easier on Brandon Ingram by just creating and shooting. He did that. 15 points, 8 assists for him. And, of course, those final three being the biggest of them all. But really, those two shots are going to overshadow how good Brandon Ingram was in this game. Down the stretch, this dude was an absolute killer. 34 points on the night, by the way. Eight rebounds, four assists, just two turnovers. He was 11 of 21 and 11 of 15 from the line. That number's not great, and we'll talk about that um, in the third segment as we get some to some other notes from the games. But in the fourth quarter, he was four of five, 12 total points. Pelicans needed a shot maker down the stretch after they couldn't get anything done in the fourth quarter against the San Antonio Spurs. This dude did it. You know, there's been a lot of talk. Is he clutch? Is he not clutch? Regardless of all of that, he was clutch in this one. Six straight points at one point in the fourth quarter. And then those, uh, before those two crazy shots were made, he drained a mid-ranger. They got him the ball on the left side. They basically then just cleared out to give him space and let him cook. And he's on such a hot streak right now over seven games leading into this one he's averaging 27 points he's shooting 35 percent from three and 51 percent from the field he looks like a different player he looks like an all-star right now he's also dishing out six assists grabbing six rebounds during that time too and also chipping in with a steal he has been outstanding over the latest run for the Pelicans. It's only going to even look better, those numbers, once you factor in the 34-point performance from him in this one. He knew where his spots were. He got into his spots, drained the shots, and more importantly, his teammates knew to not get in the way and where to give him space and do all of that. Killer in this game. Cold-blooded, ice water like running through his veins, Really going to do everything he he could to lead this team to victory. And his teammates stepped up just enough. Again, should it have been this hard to beat a crappy Oklahoma City Thunder team that lost by like 80 to Memphis? No, it shouldn't have. But whatever, a win's a win. And that's what the Pelicans wanted to grab right now. And they did it in this game. And really, it was Brandon Ingram. Looks like a different guy. He's got a different mentality right now, I think. You know, in Chris Connor's spaces at Impatient Bull on Twitter, I jumped in there. He asked me to, um, and we were chatting, and then they had Antonio Daniels come up. And if you haven't been in those, man, those things are fun, and they're really great conversation in there going on, and it's great to hear from you all in those things. Um, Antonio Daniels goes in after that and says, this is point guard Brandon Ingram trying to kind of create for others, but when he knows he needs to shoot, and because he is creating open looks for others, it's bending the defense some, making the opponent need to cover those guys just a little bit more because they know that he can do some work. And so he can do that work, which is going to create a little bit more space for him. And you saw him convert all of that in this game last night, the win over the Oklahoma City Thunder. It was needed. Pelicans needed a victory like this. They got it, 113-110, when it looked like they weren't going to. What just... A fun like Wednesday night, I thought, going on here in the NBA and for the Pelicans. That was just a really great game. Fun win. Let's talk about it some more in today's episode of Lockdown Pelicans. So coming up, let's talk a little bit about Josh Hart because he was absolutely awesome. Also talk about Valanciunas too and then some other notes from the game in the third segment. But before we get to all of that, today's episode of Lockdown Pelicans is brought to you by Prize Picks. You've been hearing me tell you about Prize Picks for months, so have you signed up yet? Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. You want to play all those games, try and win some money, but you don't want to have to deal with all of that stuff. 
Prize Picks is the way to go. And so if you haven't checked it out, you are missing out. I'm telling you, you're going to love this app for NBA and mixed sports pickums. The Christmas Day games are going to be off the charts and even more fun if you play Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the best NBA DFS prop game on the market, and Prize Picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes each game, which means you've got an edge. You know those guys, particularly on the Pelicans. Use it to your advantage. They offer any prop you can think of. Points, assists, rebounds, threes made, whatever it is. And anyone who makes a deposit and uses our promo code MBA is going to get a 100% instant match up to $100. Put in $100, bucks, you use our promo code MBA, you're going to get another $100. And it's really simple, right? You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. So Prize Picks allows mixed sports Entries. You can take the over on Alvin Kamara's rushing yards alongside the over of Brandon Ingram's points per game. So use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy. And PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. So go to prizepix.com and use promo code MBA or go to your App Store and download the app. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We're free and available five days a week for you all on all platforms. Monday through Friday, we're here talking about the biggest things. Are there other shows doing that? Are there other places that are just not talking about this huge win for the Pelicans last night and how damn clutch Brandon Ingram was? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube as well. Tell a friend about the show too and leave a five-star review with a comment. Helps keep this free in five days a week for you all. That's a big part of it and really makes a difference. So if you ever want to support the show, subscribe, rate the show, and tell a friend and get them clued into Locked On Pelicans as well. So we're talking about the Pelicans' big win. Well, not big win, but dramatic win. 113-110 over the Oklahoma City Thunder. Like, of course it comes a day after. I'm like, Devontae Graham hasn't been that good. But then he does exactly everything he should. And those ups and downs, it's so maddening at times. But look, we got a great Devontae Graham game in last night's, including just an unbelievable game winner. I just saw it on Twitter. Andrew Lopez, who has like the great ESPN stats and info thing. I would love to be able to like dial into that, whatever the red bat phone it is that you can call and get these ridiculous things. It's been 25 years since you had a, a walk-off three-point like game-winning shot that was that long. That's an insane statistic. 25 years. We haven't seen anything like that in 25 years. And then you had B.I. coming down the stretch, closing it out. It doesn't matter that it's against a bad Oklahoma City Thunder team. That team was trying to win. They had the crowd behind them. B.I. wasn't going to let that happen. That's a really strong performance from him and the team that is gelling a little bit more but still isn't quite there and hasn't been that good. Another guy, though, who has been excellent in this one, Josh Hart. Josh Hart is having an outstanding outstanding season outstanding this is probably his best year as a pro in my opinion I think he's been legitimately that good doing all of kind of the intangible things right he only scored 11 points in this one but seven rebounds five assists he only made one three but five assists you're seeing that kind of playmaking from him that's been a big step up from him you know that's Willie Green learning his players knowing his players and finding the right scheme and role and ways to use them to unlock and get the best out of them. This is a season of Josh Hart's best in his career. He's averaging more points than he ever has before. His assist numbers are about double from last year when that was his best year 
as a pro. The three-point shot's not great, but he's getting downhill and attacking the basket more in ways that we haven't seen him do that ever before. He is shooting 42% of his shots at the rim, 0 to 3 feet. His previous career high was 32%, so about 10% more he's taking shots at the rim. That is a really, really good number. Last year, in 47 games, he had 12 dunks. This year, he's got seven dunks already in 22 games. He's clearly playing downhill more. We talked about it in yesterday's show. I didn't bring him up in the guard rotation because I kind of view him as a kind of a hybrid wing more. You know, they don't really have a guard other than the keel who will pressure the basket. Hart is actually kind of that guy, and I kind of forgot about him there, and I shouldn't have, but he's been really good, you know, starting on the wing for this team, kind of in the backcourt, kind of not, and trying to attack and draw fouls and go to the line and to just try and convert and do something for this team and just play a little bit more physical. He's averaging about half a free throw attempt more than he did last year. He's up to two and a half per game. It's a good number for him, right? And so he has been outstanding. He was great in this game. At times when the Pelicans were really struggling to go for 50-50 balls and all those things, we'll talk about that next too, he wasn't going to let that happen. And so I've been so impressed with him this year, and I think he's been excellent. Another guy who's really good in this game, Jonas Valanciunas, especially at the start of the fourth quarter. 19 points from him on the night, 16 rebounds. He was 8 of 10. And in the fourth quarter, we got into like the danger zone for the Pelicans, as we saw this in the game against the Spurs, right? Brandon Ingram sat, and then everything just fell apart, and then he came back into the game. He had to do a little bit more because the game was starting to get out of hand, and they just couldn't do it. But at the start of the fourth quarter, this team ran their offense through Valanciunas. They were intent on getting him touches. Seven points for him in the fourth quarter, three of three shooting, including a made three. Those are excellent numbers. He kept them afloat for those first four minutes or so of the fourth quarter when B.I. was on the bench getting some much-needed rest. That's what you got to do. It's frustrating at times when you see him go stretches without getting touches and not being involved even though he's out there on the court. And that's been a bit of a problem for Willie Green. He hasn't made as many great adjustments and it's cost them at times. But he knew what he needed to do in this game and in the second half, I thought the Pelicans were really good in terms of their just adjustments as a whole and trying to do what was going to make them competitive and win. So let's talk about those adjustments and some other players from this one coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is also brought to you by Truebill. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business that's a scam out to get you right now. So don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions today. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. And on average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. But Truebill makes it incredibly easy. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in just one tap. You don't want to get scammed. You don't want to see like $7.99, $6.99. All that stuff adds up after a while, right? And then you do it over the course of a year and that's a lot of money. Save that money by using Truebill. They have over 2 million users and they've helped them save over $100 million. So don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. 
All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We are free and available five days a week for you all, breaking down everything you want to know about this Pelicans team, whether it's good, bad, game, winner, all of that is important, and we're covering it all here at Locked On Pelicans. We'll get into Ben Simmons' talk tomorrow. I'm kind of excited to, to, to dive in on him, especially since the Pelicans have been linked to him. And now for your second listen, go check out Locked On Saints with host Ross Jackson over on the Locked On Podcast Network, breaking down everything black and gold. All right, so we're talking about the Pelicans' win, 113-110, walk-off win by Devontae Graham over the Oklahoma City Thunder, clutch games from B.I., strong performances from Josh Hart, who's been great all season, and Jonas Valanciunas. You know, the rest of the team was okay. You saw some hustle plays from Herb Jones, who shows he can also work off ball offensively. I thought he was okay there. If his three-point shot starts to fall at any point this season, and if it does, it's Lanyap, because I'm already thrilled with him. He's going to be real. like, if it's just a consistent shot, he's going to be really, really good. And he's already been really, really good. So you can imagine what that kind of level will take him to, I think. And it, I'd be willing to bet he's going to get there, too. And I think that's kind of an exciting thing. But it's been a little streaky at times for him. Um, but where they struggled in this one, and you guys know who I'm going to say, Tomas Sadoransky and Garrett Temple alongside Nikhil Alexander-Walker. So some of the guys we mentioned yesterday, you know, Sadoransky and Temple, like, I, I don't get it. Temple, you can give some minutes to. He doesn't need to be fully out of the rotation, but you saw him make bad defensive play after bad defensive play in this one. At least he hit some shots, right? He was 3-3 in this one, made two threes. Cool. You saw him foul three-point shooters twice. One of them was dicey at best and probably wasn't his fault. I don't know why that one where Mike Muscala got uh, fouled and went to the line for three. He was left wide open when that's a guy that's a burn. New Orleans was on, on a bit of a hot streak in the hot hand for the Thunder then. He had to come over from another guy, and for whatever reason, it probably wasn't his defensive assignment, wasn't, but he had to kind of go and do it and kind of took the bullet on that one. But still, not great. The one before that, when he did foul him, no, that's not good either. He hasn't made good defensive plays, right? This is the type of thing that should get you benched, but for whatever reason, Willie Green is insistent on playing him. Same for Sadoransky. I can't name one real good thing Sadoransky did in, in this game. He had one rebound. Or sorry, two rebounds, one assist, and two points. That's it. He was 0 for 3. He just did nothing. And his defense was terrible, right? Like, defense was terrible. He got cooked. He got took cooked by Trey Mann in this one, like, hard at one point. It was embarrassing. You know, that's one of those things, if it happened to you, you might, like, walk off of the court if you're playing pickup. It was that bad. So, I, I look at this, and... I, I don't get it. Like, why are you not playing a guy like Najee Marshall? Why not try Gary Clark? Or why not give Trey Murphy some more minutes? Trey Murphy's been getting a token five minutes in the first half, and that's it. You know, if this team was winning a lot of games, even if they were close, right? If they had beaten the Spurs, if they had won this game, you know, if they beat the Bucs, if they were anything other than now, what, 9-21 and 21 is what they are? Yeah, 9-21. and 21. You know, I'd be like, they're winning, don't mess with the starting lineup or don't mess with the rotations, even if these guys aren't really great, but they're not winning. You could still lose games potentially, which they're already doing by playing some of these other guys and at least trying something different because a guy like Tomas Sadoransky is not contributing to winning. Neither is Garrett Temple, but he'll at least hit some shots. So that's going to save him from like pure wrath from me right now. But then Nikhil, three, three of 10 shooting. You saw some nice touch when he drove. You know, and he tried to attack the basket more. Like that was the the kind of the silver lining from him. He was three of ten, but he only took four threes. So he's at least trying to get downhill, 
to attack the basket, to put some pressure on the defense that way. It's just not coming together. And that is a concern. You know, Antonio Daniels said it on the game, right? When the, uh, during the game, when the Pelicans had a ton of turnovers in the first half. And, you know, he said, they know they're not supposed to turn the ball over. They know they need to play smarter. They know they need to do this. We say it every single game and it just doesn't happen, right? So at one point, does it stop being, here's what you know you need to do and you just kind of accept that this isn't who they are and you make adjustments based on that. Now, the Pelicans tightened up with the handle in the second half. Only three turnovers. That was good. Adjustments from Willie Green, them kind of playing much better. But when do we kind of have that talk around Nikhil Alexander-Walker? I've been having that. I've been saying that for a little while, right? Like, I think he doesn't look like he's going to pan out. Unless they start creating new rules for the way he plays, maybe that's something you need to do. But I don't know, man. Like, it hasn't been good. He wasn't good in this game. And that is a guy they really needed to play well so far this year. But it was just kind of not not working out, not meant to be. But New Orleans overall, like, did just enough. Again, it's not a good team, but you're on the road. It's never easy to get a victory, you know, in the NBA. This is a team that's already beaten them. They've beaten the Lakers twice. They still have Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who went for 33 points, right? Kenrich Williams' freaking revenge game in this one. He hit more threes than he made, like, all last year for New Orleans. Five of six, or two years ago, whatever year it was. That is, an in, like, an insane number to me. Um, for Kenrich Williams, who just... Looked good for a little bit in New Orleans and then just could not do anything. And, of course, he goes out and has that kind of game. No Lou Dort either for the Oklahoma City Thunder. But you know what? You get a win. That's a team that has young guys that are fighting for their place in the NBA. So they are not always an easy out unless they're playing the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, In which case, yes, yes, then they are. I liked it. I'll take it. Give me good performances from B.I. Give me a solid, you know, role player performance. Um, sidekick performance from a guy like Valanciunas, more importantly for a guy like Devontae Graham, who really needed to make that sort of thing. Um, so I'm I'm pleased. There you go. There you go. I'm pretty happy with what he what we saw from this team in this game. Get that victory. Get out of there. It was a whole lot of fun. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Pelicans. Tomorrow we're going to be talking about. Ben Simmons coming to New Orleans. And now for your second listen, check out Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Thank you all for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with you all tomorrow.